good morning, everybody. It's good to see you. Um, and it's just, it, it's an honor to be able to fill in. I was honored when uh, Dr. Graves asked me to, if I would, if I would lead a devotion one day. And um, I, uh, I was really, really thinking about and praying about which, which passage to use. And uh, I often, I often go back to the, some of the passages where um, like the one Jesus is walking on the water or the one where Jesus calms the storm. And um, I, I just, this one today really, really spoke to me. Um, uh, if, if you have your Bibles and you want to follow along, um, it'll be out of uh, Matthew uh, chapter 14, starting in verse 22 and going down to verse 32. And I'll just, I'll just go ahead and read it. It says, immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. And Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and he caught him. You have a little faith. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. In the storms of life, do you look at the waves or do you look at Jesus? This is a question I ask myself. <laughs> Where do I look? Do I look at my storms? Do I look at my waves? Do I look at all the, all the problems or you could even say giants in your life? Or do I, knowing that they're there, do I still look at Jesus and say, say, Jesus, I'm just walking with you here. These... Um, disciples that, that we read about that were on the boat, they, they were kind of used to being out there. They were, they were fishermen. The, the first four disciples that Jesus called, that was their trade. They were fishermen. You can uh, refer to that back in Matthew 4, I believe, Matthew 4. Um, so they were kind of used to being out there in all kinds of weather. They, in this particular body of water, they, they knew just the way the geographics were that they could be out there and a storm could come up just like that. It could be calm one second and it could be stormy the next second. It's kind of like Kansas. It could be sunny out and then the next hour it's hailing. <laughs> but um, 
So they, they were kind of used to this, um, but they had not, in all of their experience, they had not yet seen somebody walking on the water, as I imagine probably none of us have either. And um, in, this, in this passage here, Jesus had just finished feeding the 5,000. He had five loaves and two fishes, and he fed 5,000 people. And then when all of that was, was finished, it says that he dismissed the crowd. I like to think of it that the pastor is dismissing the church. <laughs> and he told his disciples, who I like to think of as the church staff, go on ahead of, of him in, in the boat. He says, okay, you guys, I'll catch up with you. And he went to be alone with his father on the mountaintop. I love this. It says later he comes down from the mountain and he goes, well, he goes back to the disciples. So he's, he's reuniting with the disciples. When I've, when I've read this passage and heard it, I don't know why. Sometimes we hear things and we don't quite hear it the way that it's actually written. That's why it's so important to actually study the text, read it to know that we're not putting something into it. We're actually reading and studying what it says. But um, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> there. But um, I often think of, of, of Peter being the one that initiates it. Peter goes out to Jesus when he sees him walking, but that's not what it says. It says, you know, that the boat was already a considerable way of, um, away from the land because of the wind and the waves that were buffeting against the boat. So this was not this calm glass sea. This was boat rocking up and down, probably. Maybe not necessarily a serious storm, but it was, it was pretty choppy out there and the wind was, was blowing it and it was pretty, pretty hard. But Jesus saw those disciples and he said, okay, it's time for me to go back and be with them. So here he comes and he could have just said, he didn't have a boat with them, but he could have just said, okay, Heavenly Father, I want a boat. Boom. And there would have been a boat, you know, or he could have just said, let there be a boat in the water. But he didn't do that. He knew he didn't need a boat. He's Jesus. He's above all of creation. So here he is walking on these, on, on these waves and he gets close enough to where the disciples see him in the boat and they're like, what, what is this all about? This guy's out here walking on the water. What is, what's this? And they figure the only possible explanation would be that this guy has got to be a ghost. And here he comes, he's coming right at us. And he mm -hmm. calls out to them. No, it, it, it's me. Don't be afraid guys. It's me. So Peter sees him and he's like, wait, if this is really Jesus, you know, I got to go out and meet him. I call to me, call to me if this is really you. So I, I kind of wonder is what's, <laughs> what was Jesus thinking? Even when he got out there and he starts walking to them, was he, was he kind of chuckling to himself? Was he kind of thinking, oh boy, <laughs> and he's not doing it to scare anybody, but he's doing it to make a point. <laughs> so here he is, he's walking on the water, and now Jesus, now Peter's calling out to him. And he says, Okay, come out. Come to me. Come. Peter gets out of the boat and just steps out, puts his foot on that wavy water, and starts walking to Jesus. And then 
it's like he realizes, wait a minute, I'm not on the boat anymore. What in the world am I doing? <laughs> he starts to sink because he, now he's taking his eyes off of Jesus. And now he's looking at his, his situation and circumstances, knowing that he could very well drown and die or, you know, or, or almost drown. And he starts to sink. But what does he do? He immediately calls out to Jesus to save him. And of course he does. And, and still using it as a, as a teaching point says, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And they get back up in the boat and, and the waves calm down and they're, and everything's good. Something that stood out to me about this was that Jesus, after, after going back to spend time with his father, now he's, 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 he's wants to reunite with the disciples. God is always looking for relationship with us. Whether we, we, uh, whether we know him or we don't, before we know him, he's wooing us. He's very much aware of us. He created us. And he calls out to us through his, with his Holy Spirit. And he, and he woos our hearts. And he speaks to us through other people. He yearns to speak to us through his word. If we'll open it and just, and just spend time with him. Uh, and if we do know him, as I'm sure we do, um, he is still, even though he knows us, it's like, did you ever have a friend that, you know, you haven't talked to in a while or whatever, and you just want to be with them? Well, that's kind of how it is with Jesus, but it's not, you know, a long span of time. It's every day in our, in our, um, in our stormy moments, in our quiet moments, and even in our mundane moments, Jesus is there. He always wants to talk to us. He always wants to be there with us. I like to think that, um, you know, we have like this direct connect relationship with God. We don't have to um, hope that our cell phone is, oh, you can't see this. Ah. I try to hold up my phone. Um, we don't have to hope that our service is going to go through and that he's going to pick up or that his phone is charged because all we have to do is say, Jesus, Lord, God, my Father. He's there. Even before that, he's there. He is, he is Emmanuel, God with us. And he wants to wants to just commune with us all the time show us the way to go definitely definitely in our in our situations where <laughs> seems like everything is just crashing around us cars breaking down having to move suddenly you know um not planning on moving but all of a sudden have to leave um you know, whatever the situation is, family problems, sudden sicknesses that, that come up, um, he, is, he is there and he is with us and he is more than capable of uh, leading us through those situations, walking us through. I like how 
after this, as they gets back in the boat and they all they all worship him. Understand that at this time, you know, they didn't have they didn't have <laughs> the New Testament. So they didn't they didn't know this Jesus, you know, in the way that, that we do. They were still kind of trying to figure him out. They're like, this is this guy that just somehow fed all these people and now here he is, he's walking out on the water and and he wants to be with us. What in the world is this all about? But now these disciples realized for sure without a doubt no no he is he is the one and they and they worshiped him and when they got to the other side where they were where they were going uh, all the people <laughs> they wanted more of Jesus they wanted to they wanted to be around him and they and they brought people to him for healing and um, they they were beginning to get the idea that he is he is the one that, um, that can save them and can heal them. And so I, I, I just want to ask, and I, I know we've probably heard messages on this, and but it's always good to revisit this, especially if sometimes we find ourselves a little bit off course if stormy situations come up. You know, where where do we where do we turn when, when we find ourselves in situations that we don't know what to, to do? Do we, do we turn first to a friend or do we try to fix it ourselves? Or, or do we just say, Lord, I don't know what to do here, but you do. And I know that you can lead me. I know that you can save me from this. I know you can help. So just, just some thoughts and encouragement today that the same Jesus who was walking on the water uh, is is alive and is very much well and, and with us and ever present in our times of trouble and, and in all of our times. He is with us. He loves us so much. Um, I just wanted to remind us of that today. <laughs>